Live from the 2017 MLS Super Draft in Los Angeles. It's, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Fuck! Boys. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that got the best nap ever during the Super Draft. Mm. Seriously, you can't buy naps like oh, that. Oh, yeah, arrested. Mark's just waking up from his Some right now. Some of us were working. Sure. On this week's show, we do a review of the Super Draft, talk Canadian national team, discuss TFC's 2017 schedule, oh, those Friday nights, and much more. Now to this week's panel. Still waiting on the call to design this year's kit. Seriously, what is taking them so long? It's Mark Hinckley. I've given them my phone number. They have... Do they have your LinkedIn? They have my, they have my Twitter. They've, I'm sure... That They've got my LinkedIn. All right, all right. Just make they've, sure. they've seen my Instagram, at least. I'm pretty sure I've told everybody about it. Instagram.com slash kitnerdmark with a K, not a Q. Um, so, yeah, like, just anytime, guys. I mean, it's probably already decided, but, you know, I'm ready. I'm just ready. I'm just going to be right over here, right over here in the corner. Just anytime you guys are ready to go, just give me a shout. I'm good to go. All right, all right. Okay, so that has been the Mark Hinckley corner. Uh, Tennis trivia buff. It's the dangerous one himself, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. You can see me on Instagram at uh, kidnermark with a Q instead of a K. Actually, two Qs at the beginning and then kidnermark with a Q and a Q at either side. I'm going to squat on that right now because I think you're lying. Uh, joining I'm lying. <laughs> but by the time this goes live, <laughs> yeah. it's going to redirect. Yes. You bastard. <laughs> joining us this week is VMP Super Sub from mls.soccer.backslash underscore subreddit TFC. It's James Rossi. Uh, they added one of those squiggles in there, too, so we should make an order. There's of a that. tilde, too? Wow. Love a tilde. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's like real fancy now. It is. God, what's it like to be big time? Tell me, Jake. I'll tell you when I find out. Ah. <laughs> Modest. That's what we like about that guy. Uh, keeping it real. Classy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Class. That's why I bring him on. Class up the joint. Mm. Mm. And pastries. And pastries. Yes. Oh, yeah. Purveyor of pastries. Pastries. Uh, as for me, still feeling very uninformed on the new season. Seriously, I need more time. I don't know what's going on. Or less time. It's the shortened off. It's confusing. Uh, anyway, I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now, to this week's show. So one thing before we jump right in, today is apparently Blue Monday, like this is like Depressing Monday or Martin something? Luther King Day? No, well it's <laughs> that as well, but... Wow, I guess that does make her racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you asshole. He put it together. Just... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You prefer it was Red Go. Wednesday? 
Um, no, not at all. Oh, that's, like the most depressing day of the year, isn't it? Isn't it, is it the that's in November, but this is it, no. I see it's all over social media. Yeah, I think it's uh, supposed to be. Yeah, a, yeah, I know. I think it's supposed to be a. Uh, you know, it's a really depressing. It's the it's, new year. It's the middle of winter. It's like halfway between winter and like T between Christmas three. and my birthday. It's uh, yeah. T minus three. What? Inauguration day. Oh. That as well. Yes. That's yes. super fun. But uh, yeah, it's some just another marketing thing. Okay, I was I was most of these things. I was like I was like, had I forgotten? Are you supposed to send people flowers on this or something like that? No, just play a lot of new order. Like it would be nice. Think oh, it's depressing. Let's go out and buy something or book a vacation and that sort of thing and contribute to capitalism and some company's profits. Whoever it was who started this, which will of course make everything better. How can it be depressing? We just had the super draft. (laughs) We have the supplemental (laughs) draft tomorrow. Wow. Teams will be reporting to training camp next week. Uh, Canada plays a friendly this weekend. Come Against on. the mighty Bermuda? Right. <gasps> Reginald Thompson Lamb. Oh, of the Bermudan Lambs. I've heard of him. <laughs> He's well known in some circles. The third. Fam. Fam, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I just I just saw that a few times today. I was like, what? What? Have I forgotten? I, anyway, it just seemed like an odd thing. Mm. Relevant. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I strive for relevance. Yes. All right. However, first up Keep on today's right show yeah. is our super draft. This one will be under an hour. Oh, super oh, yeah. roundup. Yeah. Mm. So the draft uh-huh. was more than a bit boring this year. And, and whether that's from lack of TFC having top picks, because usually, as uh, James mentioned earlier, that is something that... You know, within the top 10, we've got something to talk about. Or lack of really exciting trades. Like, yeah, there was a couple, but eh, whatever. about the same as usual. Really. Yeah, or the fact that it just really seemed, it, honestly, it seemed like it was taking forever. Like, the first round was like two hours. Longer than two hours. Is it always that long? Like, I don't, I honestly, I, I, am I just, I, I could just be remembering it different year over year, but I feel like... I it's it's longer now. I mean, there's what, there was, what, 20... Yeah. Two yeah. picks? 23 picks? So there's, 20, 24. There's 20... 20 no, there there's like... Four? Well, TFC was 21st, so Seattle 22nd, and then... No, yeah, 22. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but still, 20. that's, you know... Yeah. Five years ago, it was 16. Yeah. So, I mean, like... So, they're, they're it's, it's getting longer, and mm-hmm. then... Um, I don't know. Speeches, it, though. The speeches... This is what I don't get. So they had, I don't know if it was because they are able to, they're just trying to time fill, or are they trying to make it feel like it's like like a sexy event, like the other drafts? You know, I want to thank, I want to thank God. There's a lot of God. God got thanked a lot. Agents got thanked a lot. Was, that was that was a bit that that got a bit that worried me more I'm than I'm pretty the, sure the, the NCAA was. I, I imagine yeah. agents agents have done more than God. Well, I know, but it was just it was agents a weird thing. How many of these kids had player God. agents already? A little terrifying. Why, why wouldn't they? I guess I don't know. I don't understand the commo- I don't understand sports commodity in that sense because they are the commodities, right? At this for agents, that's who they are. God damn you, professional sports and your professionalism. Yeah, you know this, what this I mean. Money to be negotiated for. This is terrible. Can we just uh. all agree that we'll divide the profits evenly at the end of the season? <laughs> mm. Right. Think of, the, think of the billionaires. <laughs> Have you no have you no mercy for the billionaires? But the Those speeches were weird. Like out of nowhere, suddenly they're all giving speeches. It's like what? I wonder if Why they were they if talking? they were given notice or if it was just sort of like, all right, you got three minutes, go up there, because like it all sounded very. 
not pre-planned. <laughs> I want one of them to go up to do a stand-up right, routine. So this is your rookie hazing thing. Yeah, go. go. Three minutes. <laughs> sing yeah, us a part song. Of the yeah, combine. I was going to say, sing us a they song. That's right. <laughs> Put on a tutu and sing us a Britney Spears song. Yeah. Whatever it might be. Yeah, it becomes go X on. Factor for MLS. Sure. I do. In one way, I do sort of like it just in the sense of like, you know, this is their sort of moment in the sun. It's it's almost like a graduation sort of thing. Where like you thumb, we'll never hear from again. That is the downside <laughs> to it is like you, you sort of want to introduce these guys to the league. But then if half of them never make an appearance for their team. They will always be able to look at this. They'll always be able to go on YouTube and always, watch their one moment. They'll always be able to go and get a pack of. Soccer cards go to cards between 180 and 199 and see draft pick. And that time you were in a suit and got the hat and the scarf, and that was it. That was your entire MLS career. That one photo. You can now legitimately have that picture as like the avatar for all your social media things, <laughs> and no one can call bullshit on it because it, it actually it happened. actually happened. It was That's true. Documented, guys. Yeah. It was me professional footballer kind of almost you know were in a way you were drafted in mls go back to making fries <laughs> shut up dad yeah oh. i know oh. i know it's it's, so sad but it's a real fancy fry restaurant i'm just oh, like yeah. upscale like new york I'm fries just, yeah. uh-huh. no no like real upscale like new hampshire fries yes like Belgian frites, yeah, and a, a cone with, with a variety mayonnaise. With mayonnaise, of yeah, yes. hell's yeah. Hampton's fries. I'd there work we there. Go. Montauk fries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. TFC didn't pick until the 21st pick. Um, so before all of that, of course, the two newest teams got the first two picks with Abu Danladi mm-hmm. going with the top spot and seemed, you know, that didn't seem to be unexpected and everyone seemed rather, well, of course they've taken him, blah, 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 blah. There's all this talk of things trading up and down. I was like, sure. Again, I'm really uninformed on the draft this year, so I barely know who these people are. Um, James, being uh, our, our resident MLS person, you have any other insight for us? I'm just going to keep doing that to you, just so you know. <laughs> on the draft in general? Or yeah. Mr. I was working. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Have, I knew uh, that in, would come in, back in, to in, in about two minutes, you're going to be all over the other stuff. Now, although Being I would, the professional that I am, I was entirely focused on TFC's afternoon. Uh, uh, so, so, so you, you weren't like paying attention to, to Miles Robinson, you know, who went second, being a defender the TFC may have needed. You didn't know anything about him? I knew he would he be going in the second place. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Star Wars pick, Lalas Abu Bakar. Yeah. If he'd been Admiral, traded to Canada, he'd have to change his name to Kilometers Robinson. Da, 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 da. All the good names went yeah. really early in the draft, which was really annoying. Um, Reagan Dunk. Yeah. I, well, that, I feel like early on, they, 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 no one picked the good ones. No, and then, and then suddenly they the went teams. in a... They went no, in a from probably about like 13 to like, uh, about maybe 17 when it was by the time I left work and stopped paying attention on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the good names went just before. Yeah. That's sad. I know. Colton Storm mm. to our hated Sporting KC. Now we hate them even more. Oh. Oh, I'm glad you guys are on that bandwagon. I thought it was just me. I've always hated SKC. Okay, just check. I've got nothing against the Sparks. I've, oh, I do. I've been vocally. Yes. 
So. I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all over there with you. All right. So, Brandon Aubrey, TFC's pick at Woo. number 21. Yeah. TFC gets a CB. Woo. Woo. Converted forward. Come on down. Hi, Nick Hagland. Here's your new best friend. You guys can talk all about being converted forwards. Or here's your new competition. Well, that too. As well, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. But well, I think it kind of makes sense. If oh, you'll sure take the best player in your high school yeah, or whatever, yeah. hey, you're a friend. And then you eventually and oh, you realize, you're oh, you're really anymore. not. You, you yeah. Need to find somewhere but else you're to really play. tall. You can be a center back. Yeah. So, yeah, you can go in, in central defense. Yeah, oh, that works. Yay. So, James. Tell us all about Mr. Brandon Aubrey can't being, wait. being our expert. Can't wait. That's what we. That's what, yep. that's what we bring him on here for. Yeah. Is for the, the, this this he lends like some real professionalism yeah. to our. Yeah, to our podcast. I know I did not Tony, do any of it. Tony is actually in the bathroom of the studios. He's been uh, basically sort of he's been deposed and gagged yeah. and just deposited in the bathroom so that James can come in and talk about this. Yes. Yeah, he'll understand when he hears this because he's giving yeah. out gold. Yeah. Yes, absolute yeah. gold. Uh-huh. Sorry, please. Can you be more specific with your requests? <laughs> tell, tell us something about, tell us everything. About, about his game, about where he comes from. Like, uh, about like, his game, about why TFC picked him. Or his hopes and dreams. Where Favorite he, band. Where is he likely to be in the next year or so? Where, is he, where yeah, does he, is he see he himself in five years? In the, <laughs> <laughs> in the couple of minutes. What color of his eyes? <laughs> I couldn't tell over the phone. Uh, um, is his love of Drake just about the name Aubrey? Or you know, is he really into that? That remains to be seen. I'm mm. sure it will come up at, at one of our future encounters. Mm. Um, so he's he's a center back who was projected to be amongst the top couple taken in the draft. And, you know, if you look back at the past history of MLS, the it seems like center back is the position that is most able to step into the league with the fewest amount of hiccups. With the, with the, You don't want to say reliability because you never know with these kids, but... It seems like center backs are more ready for the league than most other positions. And then, so this was a guy who, if you depending on what draft li- list you looked at, he was a top ten, top five defender, that sort of thing. And then reportedly, he didn't have the greatest combine, um, which is always a dicey proposition. You know, when Bezbachenko spoke about it to us, he uh, he alluded to some teams sort of having a, a, what he called a recency bias, which was the thing that you saw this week sort of outweighs what you would have seen over the past three, four, or five years where you've been scouting this kid. And he said that was sort of a... It was. It kind of sounded like one of those money ball traps where, like, the thing that you saw the guy do last Saturday is different from what you saw him do over the four years you watched him play at Notre Dame. So which, which body of evidence, which body of work is it that you're going to rely upon? You know, Aubrey, we asked him um, how he would describe his game and... and um, you know how he sees himself fitting into the team, and and he thought of himself more as a, of a cerebral player than necessarily a physical player. Um, you know, we'll we'll compare him to Nick Heglin in the sense that he's a big he's a big center back, but I don't know if he has like the raw jumping skills and maybe the speed that that we see from a guy like Heglin. So, you know, he's a he's a computer science major who said that he enjoys solving pro- solving puzzle solving puzzles. Problem solving. I'm trying to say problem solving and solving puzzles at the same time. Nerd. And so when he was disappointed in his performance at the combine, he said that the first thing he did when he went up to the room was he went up to his room and he was going over the tape trying to look at what went wrong and what he could do the next day to do better. So 
you know, he's a confident kid. He's a uh, he seems tall. bright. He's tall. He's not huge. He's not. He's no Axel Huberger. He's no six seven sort of. No, but he's like six three. Six three. That's a good height for a, for a center back. And you know? fairly built, from what I could. Is that how you pronounce that Colorado dude's name, Huberg? That's what I've been hearing. Huh. Okay. But I, I'm in no I, way. I, I have not checked know, the pronunciation I guide. But you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was just Schoberg. That's what I thought uh, too. Uh, um, so you say he's like more cerebral and that sort of thing. So is he potentially a sort of silky, pass it out of the back kind of guy? You know, that's that's the impression he gave. He he sort of went over his his youth career with us, and he started at the Dallas Texans, which I'm sure is a youth club Yeehaw. you guys will have heard of. Uh, Legendary. Yeehaw. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, they're. I don't there. know them. Pow pow. Um, yes. And there he was an attacking midfielder, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And then he as, slowly drifted his way back. No, no. Then he went up and played forward. And then he was a forward in his first year at Notre Dame, and and then. Working with the Notre Dame coach, and it turned out, you know, this is much like a lot of players we were mm. discussing earlier, where it turns out their skill set might be best suited for a, a position other than the one that, that garnered them attention. I do like the idea of a, a six foot three or whatever he is, but number 10. <laughs> that kind of amuses That's me. the future so of I, North American football, man. Oh, possibly. Um, but, you know, he related to. He enjoyed playing center back. It was a good fit for him because you could see the whole field in front of him and he could organize. You know, Tim made this comment too that he's a guy that knows how to manage a line in terms of stepping up and in terms of staying staying in in group. And So, I mean, it's an interesting pickup. And I, I can almost guarantee you that going into the draft, TFC had no idea that they were going to be able to select a guy who was who was so highly thought of by the other clubs. Well, that's, just, that's what they've said in every interview. And that's one of the reasons why they didn't, have any meetings with him at the combine which i always find a little odd i I always i always figure if there's someone you're interested in you're gonna at least give them like the the heads up like Uh, hey there just so you know there's two ways of looking at that i mean the first way would be uh yeah you know you have the chance to talk to him so why not talk to him um the converse of that would be sort of like in the same way that the way that they play at the combine the way that they speak in the 15 minute interview that you Mm -hmm. have is not really going to give you that much insight Whereas you know, uh, well, you can get the inside of will you will you will you be okay if we draft you? Are you going to hate every second of coming to Canada? Well, uh, you also have to imagine, you know, Bezbachenko and Vanny and Manning and all of the TFC staff. They're they're North American soccer guys. They've been doing this for a long time. They they have contacts all over North America. You know, Tim Tim admitted that they didn't have an interview, but he said that they did their due diligence. Which oh yeah, no, and I and I read that, that as well. So I was just curious. It was a wonderful article that you read. That I, I I really did. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who wrote it though. Some guy, some, some hack. Schmuck. How do you feel about being disrespected, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> what are your expectations on the respect level? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need Aretha levels of respect, Biggie Smalls. Like 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 seriously. Like what are, where are we looking at here? Ali G. Ooh, mm. that's respect. That's a lot mm. of respect right there. Mm. You guys lost me. It's okay. what we're talking All right. about. <laughs> as long as he's not asking for his own talk show right away. Yeah. And as for as for where he'll fit in the team this year, you know, I think going into the draft, TFC was looking at at picking twenty first and thinking maybe they were going to get some guys who could who they could stock at TFC two for a year and see how they panned out. You know, having a guy who may be more MLS ready than what they were expecting. You know, there's every shot that that he lands on the team. They're they're short at the back. You know, they're going to have a busy season this year. Tim went out of his way to mention how congested their May schedule was. 
And then on top of that, you know, they uh, the team managed to make it through most of last season without significant injuries on the back line for the most part. Like Morrow and Betashow mm-hmm. were yeah. pretty unlike previous years, so that was kind of nice. Drew Moore, Eric Zavaleta, like these guys, these guys were pretty healthy. There, there were the occasional times where you'd miss a couple weeks and stuff like that, but. I don't know if you can rely on having that same sort of fortune this year. And, you know, they need they need some center back depth. I wouldn't be surprised if there was one or two more center backs joining them. Well, that's like one of the reasons why Simonon's still been invited back for for preseason, right? Yeah, this, Simonon. This is, like his, this is like his third chance. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Don't Just don't get hurt and try and show us what you showed us in two games at the beginning of one year. I, th- I think this isn't TFC's a little bit ahead of the curve. I think in, in sort of what we're going to see from the super draft over the next little while. As in they're going to stop paying attention to it? No, no. There's there's always going to be some value in, in finding players, and especially when you have higher up picks in the first round. Like there's always going to be some decent talent there. Sure. But, you know, reportedly the best talent coming out of university now, the John Harks kid, what's his name, Ian Harks? Yes. yes. Apparently he's signing with DC United as a homegrown. So yes, I mean, he, like, that, that was confirmed today. They're going to find some way. The best players are probably going to elude the draft, just like Jordan Morris did last year. That's the way that it's going to be. But there will still be some talent that doesn't quite feel like that. Just as, you know, there's been some mention that one of the things TFC is going to do is, you know, anybody who doesn't get drafted who's a right back, they're going to have them in at camp because there's no harm, there's no sure. foul. Get them in, have a look Might at as them. well. So I mean, when you doesn't you're build- hurt anybody, doesn't cost them any money. Yeah, when you're building a team, you never want to turn your nose up at any avenue of player acquisition. But well, speaking of TFC and player acquisition, go on. Round two of the Super Draft. Wow. TFC had the illustrious 26th and 27th picks. The much sought after. Much sought after. They well, got, they must have got really good players with that. Who- they got amazing players. So, um, who did they get? Did they get any of the ones we talked about last week? All no. those classic names. Yeah, no, no, no. They they we dug, they, got, we they must, dug did we get deep. that Bartman guy? We, the Tifos half made. Got you all in check. Yeah, I I'm want sorry. him. No, no, no. They uh, they pulled out uh, as as what has been as Bez has said, uh, the Bruce Arena special. Ooh. And packaged Sounds those dirty. picks off to <laughs> the <slow. laughs> the lovely in desperate need of anything resembling a player these days, Chicago Fire. For $75,000 in GAM. No, TAM. Right, it was TAM. I keep thinking it's GAM because Duncan said it was the sexy one. I'm so confused. Just in general. They sold the, the picks, which is kind of exciting, actually. Mm. I was delighted I'm when I saw excited. that. I'm excited. They're telling us how much. I know, I know. I, that, I was yeah. like, I was like, well, when, with the other one, the, the 250K, uh, that I first I was, one, I, I know. I was hallucinating. Did, I was like, did you have to put in the press release for a disclosed sum of money? Because <laughs> it's usually an undisclosed I was one. like, when, did that, when that one trade happened in the first round, though, that was the big thing. It was like, I'm sorry, did they just mention a mon- up What? Mon- money? I did not have to put disclosed, but I did have to include zeros, and I was unsure of the style guide for whether <laughs> I should use a K or a zero, because there's never been any mention of any money or anything I've ever written before. So. Congratulations on contributing to the style guide. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. There you go. Yeah, also, left, you like left your mark right there. That's just yeah, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, I actually thought that that was... That was kind of a cool thing. Um, I this late in the draft again, TFC. What they need isn't going to come from the draft, really. No, 
and the second round of it not anyway. the second round of it anyway so i was like all right you get some money apparently you're all cash poor this year because of bonuses and things whatever um biggest payroll in the league come on have some money um but like does everyone else agree is this a good bit of business by tfc or as some were saying should they have used at least one of those picks on one of those poor downtrodden canadian players that were still floating around near the bottom of the draft at that point in time i'm good with what they did you know and i think they people you pick up in that late on are they really going to be making a difference this year probably not maybe you know a couple of years from now people be looking back and oh well that might have worked out but i think presumably tfc see themselves as being in a position of being able to go for it now you know they got their core players you know look at more bradley uh jovinko altador all kinds of stuff like yeah, late 20s or early to 30s for more's sake so you know maybe it's like a couple of years before you think mm, are these guys getting too old so you know, if you can get a little bit of extra money that can help you bring in sort of one good player from wherever, then, yeah, it's probably a lot more useful now than two random young kids down at TFC2 who might contribute a few years from now. Well, I think I think this is something that... It's something that they that both Vanny and Bezbachenko spoke about before the draft was that... The way that they're the way that they want to build this team is is through the academy and through TFC two, and they want to see a lot more of the players, and they also want to instill something in the players that I don't know if you can do it in in a six week training camp or whatever. And so the way that they put it was that they didn't see any talent that would dislodge what they already had in house, you know, and they have a lot of they have a lot of belief in in some of the players. That sure, they have absolutely, and I think they should. And so anything you can do to sort of help the first team when you don't necessarily think that any of the players available are going to bring anything, then go ahead. I concur. Marcus, you on the same page with us? Or? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've I've already kind of alluded to my personal feelings towards this, the, the quote-unquote super <laughs> part of the, the super draft. super nature of the draft. Yeah, I... I, I yeah, there is, of course, there's always the chance that whatever you're going to draft, you're going to unearth, but that's not, that's, I would say that the typical North American sports fan buys into the idea of the draft because that's where all the other players come from and all the other right. sports, but this is not all the other sports. So, especially when there's so much talent that's out there that's outside of, you know, the English-speaking part of North America, take that money and sp- spend it elsewhere and get something that you know is going to be at least a likely better fit than the maybes that are coming out of the NCAA. Especially when you need players now and not three years from now. Right. Like the, I, I Also, too, given that the way the Academy has been churning out players who are at least filling in, even if it's just... TFC are actually using some of them. Yeah, they're it's using really some exciting. of them, and they're not terrible. Like, they're not like fish out of water. They're Sorry, doing, Skyler Thomas. So... With that, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic, so why not? Just here, take your draft. Good luck, Chicago. <laughs> well, we'll take this money. sorry, I just need to interject. Speaking of Chicago, maybe cold-hearted. Breaking news, breaking news. New York Red Bulls have traded captain Dax McCarty to the Chicago Fire oh. for $400,000 in allocation money. Oh, Dax. Wow. <laughs> You're captain, huh? Oh, Dax. You know what? Million Dollar Man was right. Everybody <laughs> wow. does have a price. 
<laughs> it's four hundred thousand dollars of allocation money. Like I knew there had been like money, some there'd been money, some issues money. between him and the Red Bulls, but oh boy. How are the Red Bulls fans taking this? <laughs> um it literally just broke. Um It's Twitter. Give it three minutes, you'll have a hundred comments. Right now I'm seeing a lot of laughter, actually. <laughs> That's probably the rest. Mostly because it's people who aren't. First stage. Yes, it's mostly because it's people who aren't Red Bulls fans who are reacting and tweeting it right now. How old is Dax McCarty? He's he's in his early thirties. Early thirties. He's still got at least two or three years or so of. Uh, He might be. He might be like twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Okay, so yeah, he's he's by no means. He's not over the hill, man. He's twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Oh, he's got a good three or four years. He'll be thirty this year. So wow. Wow. Oh, all right. Here's Mark Fishkin. Here we go. He's losing his shit. This will be good. Yeah. It's just, it's just, what? <laughs> good thing they softened the blow by letting it be known that it was on the arts. Yeah, well, that was some careful media planting. That was worthy of Kurt Larson right there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I should speak at Olivia, your friend. Anyway, yes, it's now. Come back, you know. <laughs> Kurt's a nice guy. We can't help it. Yeah. I'm sure he is. He's nothing like Twitter Kurt in real life. I, I bet that you, I would, you would hope not. That I would, I would really hope not, because then I would be seriously questioning Twitter anyone Kurt. who agreed to marry him. Yeah, Twitter Kurt's the, that's the only Kurt I'm aware of. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the only Kurt. Well, I used to get exposed to. Uh, don't anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You've done some great work, Doc. Mm-hmm. Let me just say. The world owes you a debt. Anyway, mm. so that's that's our that's our breaking mm. soccer news huh. mid podcast for today. That's okay. By the time this comes out, it's called old. <laughs> it's true, but still. And then uh, Patrice Bernier getting signed for another year. That was nice to see. So it'll be his last year. They've been fairly fairly clear about that in his final year. I think they should just keep signing him and let him play one playoff game. He's been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was TFC, I'd go sign him for like a one-day playoff oh, contract absolutely. just to stick it to him. <laughs> I'd sign him to a one-day contract have him retire as Toronto. I was just thinking, <laughs> thinking that, yeah. Oh, double guns. <laughs> Give him a job at the academy. All right, well, speaking of academy players and TFC bringing players up and ways to work around MLS draft rules, Sergio Camargo, Carmago, sorry, uh, was acquired as a homegrown player. Mm. Which, you know, yay for the weirdness of MLS rules. So he has academy, more qualifications than most. To be fair, more than Osorio, easily. <laughs> uh, so part of the academy from 2009-2012. Scored. He, he's not scored. Sorry, he played against Liverpool. So he had a nice shot on goal. Yep. Led to a goal. Um, and allowed so allowed TFC to sign him as a homegrown. Um, he's been playing mostly university level ball uh but did play in Waterloo in the pdl last year year before yeah at some point right. over the last you know, half decade yeah he's just, he's just still a young kid youngish uh it's it's interesting though i i know tfc need midfielders but is that why the rush to suddenly snatch him up out of the air was he going into the draft was someone somewhere else showing interest do we need a pint-sized midfielder he's not very tall he didn't not look especially small to me. It's five seven. That's not tiny. That's like two platas. How could you? That's a Jovinko and a half. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. One and a half neither of them are right. midfielders. They're forwards. 
It's different. Same kind of midfielders. All right, all right. We don't want to get into this argument. No, not really. It's not really a serious argument. It's something, I think that's something that we've been Anyway, it's just more interesting that this sort years. of, you know, he's sort of been so off the, like, I remember when he was with TFC in the academy. I remember his name being bandied about, and he's played with the U-17s and the U-20s and all the U's. All the Utes. The Utes. And the Utes. But, um, um, they toured them. <laughs> two, utes. two utes. Two utes, yes. Um, sure. But it's not been. It just sort of seemed. This one sort of seemed to come out of out of left field a little bit. I think they all sort of come out of left field. To be to be sort of honest, like I don't know. When was the last time there was a player who was coming out of the academy and was like, "Oh, they gotta sign this kid." You know, like Jay Chapman was sort of the same thing last year. Although he he there was possibly a little bit more buzz about him heading into the draft. Well, I think when Ashton Morgan and Daniel Henry came up, there's a lot of buzz around both of them. Not really that I remember in the sense that <laughs> they were both going to be drafted or anything. Like there was buzz oh, about. Well, let's say, but, but was, was this but was this team. guy going into the draft? This is what I'm asking. Like I had no knowledge of that, or no, I've seen nothing that said they wanted to get him because he was going into the draft. This is why I'm sort of. Hmm. Yeah, I I stand by. All these home ground signings are sort of out of left field. All right. We need more midfielders, I guess, so that's why. Well, I guess one of the way you could look at it is, you know, preseason starts in a, a week, week and a half. Maybe maybe they realized they were going to have a roster spot that they weren't anticipating having. Maybe they finally got something worked out with his agent. Like, there's so many different variables that can go into this. But it's it's really hard to analyze these things without knowing more. Isn't that what we bring you on here for, James? <sighs> to know more? Oh, you're supposed to be our inside guy, James. Mm. Uh, I, you're making us look bad. You're making me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> you had the rundown. Uh, you had to know this you know was what? coming. Technically, I think James is right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, on the scale thing, like... I watched the clip of On behalf of, him. of the others, <laughs> I'm sorry, James. I watched the three-second clip of him playing against Liverpool. So, I mean, I did my research. All right. <laughs> did you look How good? do you look good? How do you look good? How yeah, do you look? there was a nice shot. A good bursting run out of midfield. Excellent. Mm. We did actually talk to Tim for this, if you want a higher authority than mine. Well, th- this would be the... Why are you holding out? Yeah, this yeah. you guys were asking me my opinion, not to parrot somebody else's. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're really just asking for your knowledge, which includes others' the opinions. The hair splitting that's going the, on. The yeah. that you have have you had a given. conversation with James before? <laughs> this is this is de rigueur. All right. Lay it on us. Um, what so did the Bez have to say? So we only spoke with him briefly, um, and this was actually something that he said in a video clip up on TFC as opposed to in conversation with us. But, uh, so we all could have got this information. Yes, yes. It was <laughs> readily available. <laughs> I'm going to get that before he says it. Anybody with three seconds. Um... Tim basically said that, you know, they saw him as a, as a creative attacking midfield option, and that's something that they, uh, you can never have enough of. You know, it, it's a spot on the field where I think, you know, Oso does a good job at what Oso does. Chapman brings something a little bit different to that role. You know, the whole CONCACAF thing, which we'll talk about later, sort of frees up some space as far as the calendar goes, so they're not potentially not going to be as busy as they may have anticipated being. But having, having different looks like... I think it's safe to say that part of the reason that Armando Cooper came in last year was because they wanted something a little bit different from those areas of the field. And if you if you only have 18, 20 guys on your roster and you have this kid 
who, you know, looked looked good against a fourth string Liverpool team four years ago. Like, hopefully they're not signing him on the basis I, of that one. I, game. <laughs> I thought you were about to call Liverpool like a fourth string Premier League team. I, I would have enjoyed that. <laughs> I I would have enjoyed that too. Yeah, yeah. no, no it's smarter than that. Mm. So much for stirring up controversy. I know. Yes. Damn it. I. I'd get Tony out of the bathroom, but it's just going to take another two hours to tie him back up again. That's true. Once he gets yeah. going. So. Yeah. Plus, I mean, like, if he's a guy who's been around the team, like, I think I saw, I think I saw Jay tweeting at him. Oh, good to have another guy, or or somebody else in the TFC. So he's a he's a local boy. He's yes. somebody who's familiar with the guys on the team. So it's less of a it's less of a stab in the dark than picking up some random at the draft would be in terms of he knows people at the club, he knows the city. You're not going to have. You're not going to have to hold his hand when it comes to... Not going to have the adjustment to, you know, trying to explain to Brandon Aubrey that you don't go skiing in July. Yeah. And the, or the in money Toronto comes in different colors. It's real money, though. Like I, I feel like I saw Dwayne Rollins make that joke. Did he? I saw him say that he'd never been to Canada. Has he actually said something about skiing in Toronto? I didn't see the whole interview. It was something uh, about it being very cold in Toronto. That's fair. I know. I'm just teasing. I'm just parroting. Uh-huh. I used to get letters from friends in the States who asked me, you know, if they should bring parkas when they came to visit in June, so. Not in June. <laughs> letters. That too. Ah, that's a long time ago. I'm really old. What's going to say that? It's um, okay. <laughs> I know where the lines are drawn. <laughs> you crossed it, not me. I'm allowed to say it. Anyway. That's, no, I, I, I'm fine with all of that. I just, I just always think it's interesting when there's this sort of out of nowhere oh look what we did and i was like oh okay good good for you that's that's what i was query that's what i was quarreling with you about was that like there's absolutely no coverage of of those youth ranks sure so i mean out of nowhere is sort of a relative term in the sense that like because we're just hearing about it doesn't mean that it hasn't been a talk that's been going on at the club for a year you know so it's just one of those things where until until we have a hot stove that's discussing who the next up-and-coming 12-year-old is at TFC 17, you know, or whatever the next club is, <laughs> then th- these are always going to seem like Citizens on patrol? Yeah. Nice. Dave kid's going to be coaching it, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't rule out anything, but I'm just saying in, until we dig down into those sort of details, you know, there are always going to be conversations going on behind the scenes that we, sure. just, we just have no way of knowing. Mm-hmm. All right. Ready? Welcome on board, Sergio. everybody it's bitchy blakes hey well johnson we've got two words for you Caca! Oh, james that would have worked so well Stop Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game, and we hope yours as well. Last week's Bitchy Blank was, going forward, the TFC front office will do blank to make sure the players feel respected. Gentlemen, before we get to this week's winner, what do you have for this blank? 
Uh, well, basically, there will be rules instituted where, you know, everybody gets to play uh, the same amount. Everybody gets the same touches on the ball and that sort of thing. There's a lot of nice sharing. Uh, everyone gets a uh, birthday cake and a nice party on their birthday with oh, the, yeah, like yeah, a pony yeah, and a bouncy castle. Um, bouncy castle? Yes. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to go to a party. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, in participation trophies after every game. And, you know, everyone will feel appropriately good game, respected. Good game, good game, good game. The Budweiser Men of the Matches, everyone! everyone. Yes! <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to all! Participation ribbons for a good training session? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like it. Fastest runner, little little trophy. That would be singling out individuals for special treatment. Yes. Yeah, no superstar left day. behind. You just get different ones. The fastest runner, best, you know. Best hardest ball passer. Trier. Hardest trier. Hardest trier. <laughs> Most improved. Cleanest kit. <laughs> Dirtiest kit. You know? Mm-hmm. James, long. what do you have? Nah, I got nothing. That was my only one. Mark? Going forward, TFC front office will include personalized Build-A-Bear with inspirational and motivational phrases embroidered on the chest to make the players feel respected. Build-A-Bear? The players have to build their own bear? No, no, the club will provide it. Oh, okay. Like, or just like, buy into Build a Bear and just have them send them at random. I'm sure right. it doesn't matter. What's Build a Bear? Oh, Duncan. Dude. Have you ever wanted to build your own teddy bear with its own accessories, its own outfit? Well, now you can. Judging <gasps> by the look on his face, he definitely wants to do that. I'm interested. It's seriously it's, called it's, Build a Bear. It's a real it's not thing. Even, yeah, it's no, not, seriously. You, you I wish I. Build it's absurd enough of a business model that I wish I'd made it up. <laughs> but I assure you, it's successful somehow. It does what it says on the tin. That's yeah. Yeah. You can get little record, voice recording things. You touch the hand and it will say a phrase that's reco- like pre recorded message. You're doing well, Eric. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> Fuck you, Greg Vanny. Yes. Right? That's what I think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Fanny out. Yeah. Fanny out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that one's for Mark. <laughs> and for Will. Yeah. Johnson. Will Johnson. No yes. Or other Wills as well. Yeah. Or, yeah, also, yeah. 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 yeah that one have to say Bez out too, though. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, so I went sort of similar to the participation ribbon one, but a little, a little more glam. So they really feel respected. Something I've noticed that's been missing um, from the the the. The spectacle at TFC games during the half um, is it's been a lack of skywriting, mm. and I feel like this is a way to really show the players how much they're respected in every game. Get their names written in the sky, maybe just during the CNE games, but that seems unfair because that's not enough through the season. But or mm. at practice, you know, planes with their names going behind, just some sort of really big visual display that just shows the love. I like it. I know. Mm-hmm. Seems to, you know, it's very, it's very MLS. Just the keep Ted Westervelt away from. The goal because somebody was admiring their name <laughs> in the clouds. <laughs> Will be the last time. <laughs> no, what they'll do is it's okay. I know it was your turn. <laughs> that'll be it. All right. However, this week you'd be disrespecting them, and then, then it's just a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week's winner, uh, longtime listener of the podcast, uh, Tuffy Rocks at Tuffy Rocks on the Twitters. I hear he does. He kind of does, yeah. yeah. Uh, going forward, the TSC front office will play the Vocal Minority podcast over the speakers in the locker room before 
any home game and during halftime. That'll absolutely lift their spirits yeah. and make them feel wanted and loved. That's really good. Respect, <laughs> respect guaranteed. Yes. Absolutely. Guys, we got these demotivational speakers. <laughs> yeah. You may have heard them from their mildly successful podcast. This will make you want to go out and these prove were, them wrong. These were nicer than them to you. <laughs> all about yeah, lower in the bar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you guys know, it could be worse. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Duncan Fletcher. Give me a piece. Here's Duncan Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> that one <laughs> end very poorly. Zut alors. At least Bradley Orr is gone, right? I'm safe. Yes. <laughs> Yes. He can come back. Signer of my kid. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for playing, and thank you for our winner this week. Uh, next week's Bishy Blank is TFC players will make the rookies do blank during the preseason. Hmm? TFC players will make the rookies do blank during the preseason. As always, do send us your answers to us on the Twitters at VocalMinorityCA or to any of our individual Twitter accounts as you see fit or in the comments underneath the episode when we post it online. Play as often as you like. Guess those answers by 5 o'clock on Monday. And no, I still don't have a new threat for this year. I'm still working on it. I'll take suggestions. So clean. Y'all could serve a four-course meal to royalty on my corn feed. It's another one of those songs. I haven't heard one in so long. So somebody please tell the disc jock to turn the volume up just a little bit. Where the MC thinks he's so hot and makes us say ho, waving both arms. So somebody please tell the disc jock to turn the volume up just a little bit. I like a live show with every new song got you and your mom screaming you rock at your boom okay so a couple sort of non tfc-esque things to talk about before we uh, dive into the end of the show uh one we sort of alluded to earlier can the canadian men's national team has a very exciting friendly against bermuda this weekend Ooh. i know triangles yes Is it really exciting and <laughs> shh try to like build the excitement but- no it's exciting it is a game. Six, they get to play. Okay, you know what? James's argument is strong. Yes, sure it is a game. James, Who funny. knows when the next one will be? So, he's know, he's very influential. It's in March. Not only in Think just of, the press, but in this podcast. How many extra people are now going to be able to say that they've been kept? Interna- they've played international football because of this game. Well, I can tell you at least three, three young well, men shit, who are getting their first caps. Well, so single-handedly play. keeping the cap industry in yes. business. <laughs> yes, shoot, yes. assuming that they play. Uh, so seven, seven TFC players called to the national team for this camp. Um, Six of them answered. Yay. <laughs> It's uh, kind of a... No, I'm not no, starting no, no, no. shit. I just... <laughs> it was more of they made seven phone calls and only six picked up. That's that was that's the terrible joke. Sorry. Go on. Uh, out of those seven, uh, Moba Bully, Jay Chapman, and Raheem Edwards, mm-hmm. Duncan Fletcher's best player of the year last year. Yes. Uh, all with really? their first... Permanent basis. Absolutely. This is someone better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all with their first call-ups. So that's kind of that's cool. Uh, go on, my little pony. You go, Mo. Oh, the main. Yes. The main. Uh, yes. A luxurious. The luxurious main, yes. Oh, nice. um, uh, Oso, Ashton Morgan. Uh, oh, my gosh, who else? Why is my brain gone blank? Chaplin, Babuli, Edwards. 
There's two more. Sorry. Mm, Ashton Morgan. Oh, I don't know. I'm just picking Canadians. Ricketts. Yes. Oh, good one. Did you already say him? No. Oh, How about okay. that Will Johnson guy? He doesn't play for TFC. That's a <laughs> good t- try, though. John Hamilton. Yes. Hey. Good job, Duncan. Hey. Wow, family feud's in trouble because we are a team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're ever going to have a category of TFC players called into the Canadian men's national team. You don't know that. Oh. It could happen. I just want to say Will Johnson and have uh, have Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey looking go. at me like, are you on drugs, son? <laughs> what? Good answer. Good answer. Um, so, yeah. So, it's it's only a friendly because that's all Canada can do right now. And Baby steps. Minimum. Baby steps. Um, fairly young team being assembled. Baby steps. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. So encouraging to see so many TFC players called, or again, just because what else was he going to do for this particular friendly? Yeah, a bit of both. You know, he was never going to be calling people in from Europe. It was always going to be, you know, young kids and everything. You know, it's it's good that TFC has a, uh, a sizable number of those. Yes. It is what it is. Exciting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pro caps, pro. Yeah, I would really like all three of them to get their caps in this. Like, just you know. Any reason to get together there. and have a party is a good one. There you go. So, mm-hmm. Even if it is in Bermuda. All right, so it's on Sunday afternoon, I believe. Photos. At the, I know it's torture. Know. Uh, the very week. least, I think uh, MLS Live is streaming it, but I think the Canada Soccer website is also. I don't know if it's going to be on TV. I can't remember, but it's accessible. Really, what else are you going to do on a Sunday afternoon right now? Go outside? Like, really? Come on. Uh, not really anything as a discussion, just a, a thank you to some members of the women's national team who recently retired. So. Yes. On Friday, Mel Tancredi, Rianne Wilkinson, and uh, Marino all retired from the women's team. So all three, huge part of the program's success the last few years, uh, especially that mm-hmm. first medal in London, mm-hmm. uh, Tancredi especially in that one. And it's kind of, you know, it is. It's, it's, it's this weird period for the women's team where... Like, you gotta say goodbye. You have to say goodbye. I don't want to. Although, like, Tank's been gone for ages, but now it's it's official. Now They've it's got gone, their, gone. Now she ain't coming back. Gone. Well, except for the match in Vancouver on in February, but yes. that's just their big farewell match anyway. So I just wanted to throw it out there and you know basically say thank you to you know mm-hmm. some really great players and thank you for everything they contributed to the women's program. No, am I mistaken, or did Haley Wickenheiser announce her retirement on the same day? You are not mistaken. <sighs> It was it was a difficult Hockey day for throwing some shade. It was a difficult day Let for the women's soccer sports. ladies have their day. Yeah, Haley didn't want to be left out. Um, but yeah, agreed. They have obviously put in a lot of effort, a lot of good performances, contributed to some success. So yeah, can't complain. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Best of luck with your physiotherapy and whatever else the other two are doing. Yeah, I know. I just know Mel, Doctor Tank. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's the start of it's the start of the 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 twilight of the golden generation of women's soccer, at least as far mm. as you know the well, presence concerned. Well, the bronze generation, but <laughs> that's not bad. Ah, <laughs> oh, I was oh, the, so I, cold, Doug. <laughs> and you worried about Wikipedia uh, throwing shade? Jeez, God. Well, so I was very happy, like the 2016 Olympics. It was good to there. see Tancredi get a couple of. 
games in where it's like, oh, well, I remember that. Yes. Because it had been a while. It had, yeah, so I that know. was good. Okay, well, she had 2012 and then there's been really nothing. And hey, she popped up and did some good things again. That was a, a nice little farewell thing. Fair. All mm. right. World Cup. Woo. When? What? Is expanding. <laughs> Not in time for the next one, right? No. I don't care. <laughs> sort of feels like everybody gets to play. 2026, here we come. Yeah, you know it. And you so get a spot, and you get a spot, well, and you get a spot. That's, look under your seats. Um, that's kind of how it feels. What is it, 48 yep. now? So that seems right. That seems mm-hmm. absurd. Um, like six and a half for CONCACAF? Yeah, something. Has it been determined how many actual spots CONCACAF? No, no not no, yet. It's just people speculating. I think, I think, I think Big okay. Vic's... Uh, Hopefully working on some things. Uh, but yeah, thought general well, thoughts on the... I feel like there was a suggestion of corruption there. Zorovic's working on things. Yeah, he's he's the, the, the noble... Yeah, he's the paragon of virtue. He's, he's yes. fixing everything. Yes. That's why he's working on things, so there's a more fair representation for CONCACAF. But if you were working off current ratios, then it wouldn't be six and a half. What would it be, James? I don't know. I can't do that math. <laughs> Canada, if there's 16 more spots based on the fact that CONCACAF gets three and a half versus Europe gets 13, if you were to break that 16 down by the same percentage that happens now, then CONCACAF wouldn't be getting two of those new 16 spots. I wouldn't imagine. Probably not, no. But, I mean, you look, look at uh, some South America. They've got, what, like four, five currently? They're going to go up to, like, eight, ten? There's only ten six, countries in the whole six thing. Six in I don't it's know. It doesn't seem like five and South and America doesn't have much room to expand without making qualification. I don't know. Peru pointless. might yeah. be better than Trinidad. You know. Oh, well, I'm pretty probably, sure they probably, are. but yes, <laughs> that's not the point. Yes, that's, 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 that's not really the not the point. Yeah. You know, come I, on. How many spots does Oceania have? Come on. Half. Half. Well, what had did they have? Used to be that's where you went to qualify. Still half. But yeah, they, they used to have half, and now there's, there's talk they might get an actual just straight, straight up, up one. one. Yeah. Oh, good for New so Zealand. So New Zealand's yeah. invited yes, to every exactly. World Cup, yes. basically. Oh, yes. yeah. exactly oh Australia. Ah. Like, like, why is Oceania have any anyway? Why are they not just rolled in? Can't come back. Look for Ryan Hold Nelson. Door. Ryan Hold Nelson's door. triumphant comeback at the Keep World Cup Keep an eye on American Samoa. Jeremy Brocky at the World Cup. Oh, my God. Legends. Former TFC. Yeah. General thoughts on the expanded? Uh, do you mean like thoughts on the World Cup itself or on Canada's prospects? Now well, there's two start. questions there. If okay. you looked at the rundown, which you clearly didn't. Oh, God. First question was... <laughs> we have it for credibility, <laughs> not for literacy. It's fine. It's fine. Just roll with it. Whatever you say is good. So general thoughts on the expanded tournament, and then the next question was about Canada. You can roll them into one if that makes you happy, dear gods. Stop looking at me like that. I think the whole thing's a bit absurd. Genuine, generally, no, no. The first part of the question. Maybe if you read the rundown, Kristen, you'll <laughs> see that the first part was, uh, uh, "What are your thoughts?" And these are my thoughts. All uh, right, let's hear your thoughts. Um, I like I, at least at thirty-two, there still there still has that high and outside chance that the Giants won't make it. And not to say that that a World Cup without the Giants is good. It's kind of humbling. I like it. It's it's. Like it's the, fun when Holland doesn't yeah, qualify. Yeah, you like like yeah. I love I love the Dutch. I love the Dutch's participation, but sometimes, you know, hey, it's not all it's not all a, 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 a free pass into it. You know, you'll get like and then they come back ferocious and angry and frustrated and ah, they destroy their group next time and that's good. But at the rate that they're going, I wouldn't be surprised if they just start 
saying some shit. Well, though that eight teams that we added, well, the top eight teams at the end of the top eight ranked teams at a certain point, they get them automatically, and then everybody gets their usual distribution as if it's some bullshit Champions League thing, and. Like, that's the thing I'm worried about. They're just trying to guarantee safe passage to the Giants all the time. And I I want the I want the risk of, you know what? As much as I don't like seeing England not in these things, okay. It's fun when England It is, yeah, it, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's weirdly sure. fun when the big guys don't show up. Just because, like, there's that whole, okay, so there's there's now a little bit more room at the top. Even though it's, I mean, it's. Let's be, let's be honest, England. You know, there, there, there was always room at the top, even when they were there. Oh, that wasn't meant for harsh. you. That's just general. Mm. But like, that's that's what I'm hoping for. But if if, if forty eight teams just almost seems like a guaranteed passage for every team, no matter how good or no matter how rough of a qualification cycle they have. I would agree with you, except I'm pretty sure the same argument would have been made when it went from 16 to 24 and from 24 to 32, and we still have those tournaments where the Dutch just have a terrible qualifying campaign. See, like, I, I it, t- it can still happen. I tend know? to... I, I tend to that f- the Dutch have been singled out. <laughs> yes, several the, times now, the, yes. Erotic. But I, t- I tend to felt when they went from 24 to 32 was it actually a good idea. Just because it wasn't so much for the English teams, but it was for the, the, for lack of a better term, the glut of these medium powers that were developing in Asia and Africa that were, didn't have quite the representation. It was a good time to get them in, and like the Asian teams with Australia, they're not crap. Like, mm-hmm. like most, like three of them are solid, and then there's another tier of about three or four teams that are okay. And same with Africa. There's. Like, Egypt hasn't made a World Cup in, like, forever, it seems. But they keep winning African Nations Cup. They keep not making it, but that's because there's three spots for Africa. Mm-hmm. Like, Which seems a bit absurd. Which, which is completely absurd that, that, the, that, the, that the most successful African nation, for whatever reason, can't make the World Cup. Which adds to that whole, it's kind of fun when the Giants don't make it. But at the same time, it's like, they're not really... I mean, they're Giants of African football, but they're not Giants of World Football. And... They just can't you need the make big, it to the top of the pyramid. Yeah, you need like they need the stage more so than say. Yeah, they're riddled. By yeah, you could say that. Yes, yeah. cursed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, that's all right. Forty-eight teams, whatever. Well, yeah. so I look at it. I've gone back and forth on this a few times. When I'm just like, oh sure, let's let everybody play. But then I think about so Euro. Has twenty four teams, mm. and it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't it used to just be sixteen, and this was the first time it was twenty four. Yeah, yeah, but oh, I didn't. It used to be eight. Yep, back yes. in the good old days. I'm sure he's probably when you couldn't even watch the game. Back in the really good old, the goodest old. You had to get the results by telegraph. You know, they they brought it by steamership. What happened? Whoever's pigeons got home But you know, I watched fair amount of Euro and, and I, I always try to and I didn't find that it was particularly distressing to watch yes, sure you have some obvious mismatches but you always do mm. so there's that aspect of it and then yeah we talk about parts of the world that are under underserved in terms of how many spots they have any opportunities based on you know how many countries are in your little segment of the world and how does this all balance out and I know it's all this giant formula of this landmass from here and blah, 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 that. But, you know, I, I realize it leaves the door open for, well, how many countries is too many countries? But 
I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not decisively like for it or against it. I, I'm for it in the might be interesting to see some countries that have never made it make it now. Um, we haven't gotten the actual like what the actual format. Right, be. and I, they're still working out details. They're still working out what the, the region th- gets the what three spots. Three country group thing though that does. Yeah, that's that I don't like. That's unsatisfying. That well, is very the reason, unsatisfying. The reason for that is so that the number of games you have to play over the span of the month-long tournament is consistent, right? Because mm. if you have a four group and then you go into this, so that like, and I understand that that's why, but that that part is kind of like, hmm, hmm, that, that that's a little. That's that that part makes like, it a little less yeah, like sort t- of the two game World Cup yeah, adventure there's, there's seems no weak. ties in the group stage anymore. It's shootouts for the group games as well. So. You know, so there's there are some unsatisfactory yeah. aspects to it. There are. Um, I I liked watching you know sort of Wales, Northern Ireland, yeah. Iceland. Uh, Albania. Yes. So there's many Albania. teams. Hungary. Sure. Hungary yeah, the many teams that like the expanded yeah, Euro about, about Hungary's were run. kind of fun They're to fun. watch. That would be again. Yeah. I mean, the main thing I'm kind of thinking of is what exactly is this going to do for the qualification bits? Because like right. Mac was saying, it's yeah, this is going to be kind of like easy and everything, and you know, this is maybe takes into the next section. How's it going to look for Concacaf? Because yes, you know, for the last however many ones it's been, right, you get down to a hex. Probably going to have be having they ran about five or six qualifications, so a hex will be pointless. So, how do you make that work? I say go with you know uh, uh, South you America could... style, just have ten, have a, a shorter bit of qualifying, and then have like two years of like, a ten a, a ten team league. Yes. Everyone plays each other twice. Yes. 18 games, South American well, I mean, style. You could still do the hex. This is why we're digging in the weeds here because we don't know exactly what they want no, to do. No, we don't. But, but I mean, if you were working on a seeding thing that had to do with how you finish in your region, right? So you could still play out the hex and then number one gets a better draw than number mm. six does. I mean, it's... But guaranteed, no matter where you finish, you're going. That'd be a crap. That'd, it's kind of how it works that'd, now. That'd kill off the excitement of... Eh, not really. Not entirely. The first three know that they're going to the World Cup. The first three top three spots in the hex. Sure, but you, you've got to be getting into the top to half. Get, yeah. That's, that's hard. You still have to get there. Yeah, I mean, the States have lost a couple of games, and now it's like, oh, you, you're actually You actually have to work now, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, oh, all right, well, yeah. All right, well, worst comes to the worst. You know, you could lose, like, ten more, and you'll still, you'll just be the sixth seed out of CONCACAF instead of the first. Okay, you know what, based on what you've said, Duncan, go on. I'm going to nominate Duncan for the head of CONCACAF. Hooray! Because this is a great idea. Uh, I'm all for it. Especially, I mean, I'm sure Canada will find a way to not make the Top the group. The, the, well, the, that is the, the next question. Team, will Canada finally league? make it? The, the no, 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 I'm not talking about the World the Cup. Deck. The 10-team oh. league he's proposing. <laughs> but if they did, that would be amazeballs! <laughs> You've got like eighteen really important games over yeah. a couple of years. That's that's going to be bigger than anything for improving the quality of the squad. Absolutely, that experience would be marvelous. Absolutely, and if we can get enough money into Concacaf, maybe we can like sponsorship wise, maybe we could just buy our way into that buy group. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with the potential changes yes. in uh, number of qualified spots, maybe in the qualifying, how it takes place. Is this Canada's chance to finally make it? Maybe not 2026, maybe 2030. No, we're hosting it, aren't we? Oh, that's right. Canada will be qualifying for the 2022 World Cup, even before this whole 4018 thing happens. Wowza. That's a bold call. I've I've said this before. I've I've, I've come up with this before, I think. 
Got a lot of faith in Raheem Edwards. But he really Tom's does. He talks about him all the time. You should hear him. That's still, team. that's, I mean, I think every time he says it, I react the same way because I don't believe it. But uh, I, I appreciate it all the same. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're hosting it. I mean, I don't know if you've heard, but we're getting this CPL and that's going to lead us to the promised land of hosting a World Cup. And then, of course, after that, the CPL will be cut adrift because it'll be a money loser and oh it's just going to be a nightmare and then we're going to cry and blah 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 and dark ages dark ages basically I'm just I'm plotting out the next 30 years of Canadian soccer thank you that was, that uh, was, that was a know, brilliant flash right there that was good yeah. I know I know I'm, I look I'm forward to it yeah yeah, yeah. I do but spoiler especially alert. the crying I yeah. hope to be alive spoiler for the good parts alert. of it no. so I don't give a shit <laughs> yeah. that's the next generation's problem like everything else alright well speaking of tournaments and qualifying Segway. <laughs> Uh, so it's looking more and more like the CONCACAF Champions League, of which TFC have qualified for, being the current Voyager's Cup winners, right. will not be played this year. The fuck? And will instead start next February. So Will broke his leg for nothing. Exactly. <laughs> With the uh, MLS club. No wonder he left it up. No, this is disrespect. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. That's, that's really why that's he laughed. massive. Uh, we'll instead Calf hates Will Johnson. <laughs> start next February with the MLS clubs entering knockout rounds Boring. instead of a group stage, which... And I, I get they're trying to move it all to one year because right now it, it takes place over two years. Although, really, who cares? Apparently they do. I don't. Um, the knockout thing as opposed to the group stage thing. I don't like that. I like The group stages. stages were kind of fun. That was sort of the charm that of was it. Like, was that was like kind of the point of it. Like, well, I mean, like, because you, you can guarantee that uh, these knockout things will be seeded and Canada will not be one of the top seeds so whoever if whenever TC does qualify you'll be going up against one of the good Mexican teams and two and out you're good okay. yeah <laughs> it really does depend on on how the thing is structured yeah so we're still waiting on like the official breakdown the official word but nobody is talking like it's happening this year everyone is saying next February see you next February what happens to the Voyager's Cup and USL Open US Open Cup stuff this year, who knows? Well, the um, funniest thing is that part of the reason they're doing this is that they don't like that the team that takes place that features in the quarterfinal is not the team that earned qualification in that year's edition of the tournament. Right. And so now we're adding an extra six months to that. Yeah, like, it's like um, solving the problem by going all, the wrong way. Do we just yes. kind of forget about 2016 and 2017? We'll decide to qualify as. I have no idea. That would be bold. I don't know if there's. I don't be I, harsh. Colorado is not going to make it up there again, are they? <laughs> they could totally make it up there again. Seattle, With New York, Hooper sure. at the back, you know. <laughs> Alan Gordon up front. Alan Gordon. Come on, that's the big <laughs> signing. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm not sure that anyone really thinks this is a positive change. and, and terrible. Um, my other concern is that, and I put it as a question, like, this is a loss of playing time for younger players on TFC. Like, that was, mm-hmm. that was sort of one of the things that, before this became an almost certain change, there was a lot of banding about, oh, we've got these, we've got these, you know, these, these great kids, and we're going to hang on to certain players because they're going to get playing time. We're going to need to stockpile. We're going to need to have this certain style of play around because we have these CCL games that are coming. And now... Not so much. Well, welcome aboard, Ben Washeru. You know, like, what's he gonna do? Hang out on the bench? <laughs> Probably. 
Again. I'll I'll talk to him and find out. Oh yeah, you should. Um, I, this is I don't know. I'm I'm still reeling in the fact that this whole Champions League thing has gone to crap, and I know. And now I'm worried about a schedule glut. Like I mean, I mean it's if it goes the way that they're talking about, then it's just another playoff, and probably not much worse than that. So the worst case scenario is they play what one two legs, and that's the end of it. Thanks for the adventure, and that's. Mm. Boring. So, it, well, that means there's a really good chance we don't even get to see them play. I presume it'd be a two-legged thing. Oh, okay, That's but true. E- but either way, like, oh, like it's, it's 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 yeah, you wait I mean, it's hard to get invested in like a like when W Connection shows up. Like, oh, I don't, all right, well, that was great. Like, like I kind of want the I kind of want the group scenario, but whatever schedule, blah blah blah. Uh, as far as getting meaningful matches with the kids, yeah, I get that. I mean, I... I, I just want to watch some CCL games, goddammit. it. meaningful mm. minutes as much as it was sort of... Um, it was a different experience. It was a change. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah. sometimes you can be having a terrible season in the league and, and CONCACAF can be going well for you because it's a... Yeah. But even, I feel like there's something you want to say. <laughs> but like even no, it was Aaron Winter's world, really, right? Even I was referring to that. And but many other games. In the US Open and Cup. MLS TFC weren't having a bad season in the second half of 2011 no, after Frings and Cuban showed up. It was up, up to that. Which is when the CCL happened as well. Oh, but we had Montreal start to the year when they made their big run. So, I mean, like yeah. it's just it's a different frame of mind. Sure. And sometimes that, that little push and different style of competition yeah absolutely and it's good exposure it's not necessarily competitive minutes because i mean even a group stage is only six matches yeah you know there's tfc2 there's tfc3 there's tfc17 guys will get the minutes they need um but it was just that sort of something different that if it goes to this two-legged thing will be missed yeah oh a great deal yeah it's the romance of it like and i know like when it's the, the adventure of it more yeah. than the romance. Like it was, it was sort of fun to be like, oh well, that game against Kansas City did not go very well. But hey, we're going to play CD Aguila. Like, yeah. I always it wanted was kind of fun. Communications. Okay, rich, to, rich, to get yeah, in. Yeah, you know, they want to get, get a group with them. Hey, that's the four fans that went to you know, Guatemala. To see Arabe Unido. Exactly. Yes. Future TFC midfielder Armando Cooper. What's funny is that, and I distinctly remember that those games were. Probably some of the more poorly attended matches. But so much fun. But you know what? That's their fucking loss. Yeah. yeah. And if anybody who was listening to this had tickets for those games and didn't go because of midweek didn't softball what or whatever, it was. yeah, or you didn't get anything. it, you really missed out on something really neat. This is something because you were never like you were gonna see teams and we, and we play a completely every different style. It's my favorite time of year, almost anybody in MLS, and that's refreshing. It's also nice to know like where you actually stand. Because we just keep we keep getting told that this is major league soccer. Major league soccer is great and one of the ten best leagues, depending on what your bullshit metric is. But you're not going to be able to tell that unless you're in a competitive match against another league that is trying to win it. And this was as good as a measure as it got. When, like, even if it was just waiting for that the one game where the Mexican team showed up. Oh, I love that because that was the measure. The fact that mm-hmm. the Toronto actually beat Cruz Azul. It is the only scalp TFC has of the <laughs> yep. top 500 ranked clubs in the world that they've actually beaten. I don't know if anybody's aware of that, but I saw that and it was amazeballs. It really was. So, like, you missed out on that. And the thing is, is that the fact that Toronto got back into it, I was so excited for this. And now it's being taken away because of 
ideas? Like, come on. <laughs> Damn you, ideas. ideas. Fuck your thinking. It's, it's, it's Give me you an Air Pumas, goddammit. Gundam, Vic out. <laughs> Duncan in. Hashtag Duncan in. Sure. Final question before we move on to the last thing on the show. Uh, does the potential change or the sounding more and more like the change, will this make it more difficult for them to advance? Depends. I know on who they end up playing. <laughs> I know it all depends on it the draw. What you consider when they do it, who they're playing, really? how often I mean, they're playing. Before there was a group stage and you'd have to advance to the knockout. Now we're probably going to automatically be in the knockout stage. Hooray, we advanced. Um, they automatically advance. Yes. yes. It just it but, yeah, it just yeah. feels weird. Yeah. It just feels weird. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, when we find out more, we will discuss this again. Slash. Let you guys know more. Speaking of schedules. Hey. Schedule drama. Dun, dun, dun. Like there is every year. So the MLS schedule for 2017 is out. There was drama over this? People were upset over the schedule? There's some annoying are you, bits to are it. You, are you, you're never on Twitter anymore, are you? Sometimes. So TFC are the kings of Friday nights and Wednesdays. Uh, the Friday night games are apparently due to TSN. And their upcoming Soccer Night in Canada campaign. Uh, Though Vancouver only have three of those games and Montreal has one. So this is TFC Night in Canada or something. I don't know. Um, The Friday Night game is the one that most people are upset about in terms of days that games are scheduled. Some of that, I think, will depend on what time those games are. The first one's at 7.30 People coming in from out of town, I'm sort of hearing a lot of, well, if it's not at 8 o'clock, I'm going to miss some of or all of the game because I cannot get there. It does seem like suddenly going from zero to 1,000 with this. Like, TFC's only ever had one, maybe two Friday night games before. Last year, Orlando had three. And they and that, even that seemed like a lot. It, was, it sort of felt like every Friday, Orlando was playing. And now... Yeah, that was a little strange. Well, now TFC have six Friday night games. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. That that is the most of the the ire that has sprung up amongst TFC Twitter and general TFC social media is the the Friday night thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you're actually not really allowed to comment on this much. All right, yeah, so I'll cut yeah. the no, press no. box, boy. Yeah. Um, it's great for me. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet it is. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I do kind of feel for the suburban supporters. That that's should be a great name for a supporters group. Um because yeah, that's 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 a hard fight to wanna to wanna do you know, even like you could, most of them can handle it probably once or twice a season, but now it's a guaranteed five home games. That's what I counted. Maybe mm-hmm. it is six home games. Five home games, five six. Five home overall. games, yeah. Like that's 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 a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of driving through rush hour to fight your way to downtown Toronto for a match or, the or trains or however you're getting in. We're home games. Um, 
Yeah, I, I uh, I'm, I'm kind of against them, mind you. That's because I always liked having Saturday afternoon games. I was just mm. like, I like going to outdoorsy Pretty games. The choir over here. Yeah, yes. and 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 the occasional Sunday afternoon games, which I'm, I'm also okay with. I can't deal with the, the Sundays. The evening games are the ones that piss me I off like the most because it just feels like, all right, well, I still have an hour and a half to get home and. I'm not really going to go out anywhere because I'm one of the suburban people. But thankfully, I'm on the Go Train Lakeshore West, so that makes it easy. But, uh, yeah, like, I just, it, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I think the fans kind of were the last people thought of when, when they did some of this. Mm. And that's a really terrible idea after the amazing fucking season that they just had. It's kind of a little, like, it almost feels like a test of will. We're going to, let's, well, they had success. They'll go to anything at any time. You better win a lot of fucking games early then, huh? Mm-hmm. I would say that it, it's annoying to me for sure. I'd say the the way they can really uh, you know, get this back and everything. So, oh, well, this is kind of working. So heavy uh, promotional tie-ins with like Friday Night Lights. Let's get a bunch of actors and stuff. Uh, in there, you know, let's have like commercial appearance. I can't tell if he's being serious or if he's I joking really right now. He really does. It's really one of his favorite things. Bring, bring Riggins in for a, uh, you know, for, for something or other. Buddy Garrity, Jason Street. Have Kyle, who's it? And Bob Kyle, Bob. who's it? Yes. And I'm going to look up that on IMDb. <laughs> yes. I want to say McLaughlin. I could be wrong. Um, and Billy Bob Thornton fight each other. You know, who's no, the real Coach right. Taylor? Um, you know, there's, there's surely so many things they could do here. And, yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is you want wrestling. Because <laughs> that's basically what you just described to me was what I watch on Monday nights. Mm. So. <laughs> it, chair it, shots. It's, it's, Except it's, more chair shots. It, it's the only way they can salvage it, really. I guess mm. so. So one of the things with, with that, just not just the, the Fridays, but also the Wednesdays and the Sundays, uh, there's, there's 10 home games that aren't on a Saturday. This year, yep. Five Friday, two Sunday, three Wednesday. Yeah, that would be ten. Yeah. Oh, you were just breaking it down. Yeah, it's for the break down for me. Thank you. Um, so there's 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 that which is a little bit weird. I I sort of feel I think you're taking again you're taking away sort of from your natural fan base in terms of when they tend to go to games, not including Voyager's Cup and now not including CCL. <laughs> we, we don't have to worry about that no Can more. Let that scar heal before you pick at the scar. No. Oh, um. But other than that, my main concern uh, is two things. One, that insanely compressed May, uh, which is scary, scary. Mm. And the lack of any proper homestands. There's one, the three-game homestand, in (laughs) April. I will miss every single one of those games. Oh, my God. You were gone the whole time. There you go. But you you, you look at the end of the season, (laughs) and it's like... I go for two weeks to play three games. I would wonder, though... Who needs a homestand? No, no, but we're... Are we spoiled for homestands? Yeah, we're so used to... I I wonder if this is more the norm as opposed to an irregularity. You know, like, the longest road trip is three games. I think they have one or two of those this season. So, I mean, like... That's sort of the way that the league works, where you do one or two, or yeah. you do two or one, or then you have three every once in a while. So, I mean, like, the fact that they started the season away for the first third of the season in the last two years may have warped our sort of perception. Sure, no, and, and, that's, an, and that's entirely possible. Yeah. Um, I do think it's unfortunate that the only thing that sort of really resembles a proper homestand 
is at the beginning of the season. It's a perfect time to put some points in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Duncan right. won't be there yelling Can't at argue. people. Can't argue. That's with true. That that's nerd. true. That, that's like nine, nine guaranteed points right there. Yeah. yeah. I didn't say guaranteed. We don't play. <laughs> and we don't play Montreal until August. There's always and, 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 and then we play them all at the same, like within six weeks. There's, oh, that's those games be good are, for building a rivalry. Oh, sure, sure. There'll be lots of those animosity. Games are always like that, though. They're always compressed. Into, one of them is always the last or second last game of the season. And then but it's usually like one. DC or somebody like that, or Chicago. It's not usually Montreal. No, no, Montreal. There's they've always we've always there's had always like one in, in the August. Spring. There's there's usually one in the spring. I've, I've been going to Montreal in the spring for like five years I've been now. going to Montreal in the spring longer than you. Yes, I know you have. <laughs> well, the game at the the game during the X, which is just one, is against that natural Canadian rival, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Vancouver is probably not doing anything. I think what my the hell? buddy Eugene specifically requested that, so they're just, they're just putting... They're just trolling. Uh-huh. Um, I will also to the that, two, that is a Wednesday. Game, the two Sunday way. games are also afternoon games, so thank you for not making me rage at that bullshit. Oh, really? Where did you get broadcast times? Uh, the on the TFC website, not all games are filled in with time, but the two Sunday games have a two oh. and a three o'clock kickoff. Well, okay. that would make sense because uh, they're what what time of year are those? Well, uh, they're they're. Because it's like they're July, not close. July and August, some two, two um, three o'clock in the afternoon. Aren't they September? Hopefully, that would be um, okay. Mm-hmm. I will say that uh, yeah, that all the Friday games will be done by June, mm-hmm. late June. Like they're Weird. they're all in the first half of the season, so to speak. I guess before the uh, the CFL kicks in, that's that's where. Well, that's what everyone was saying. They're like, they're they're, they're, they're they're like, is this because of the CFL thing? And I was like, no, because all those games are over before CFL even starts. Yeah, so it's basically TSN needs something for Friday nights. So everybody soccer, then the CFL. Sunday, July thirtieth. Sunday, October fifteenth. Sunday, July thirtieth. Yeah, so probably decision day. That could be hot. Yeah, that's gonna be gross. Yeah. Hmm. Oh well. And then yeah, our last home game. Against Montreal, which is good. So, and then what's our last our last games against Atlanta? Who wants to go to Atlanta? You talk about like the schedules ridiculously. There's a lot of it in May and everything. Is this they, they were thinking they had to get this done before they really knew what was going on with the CCL? So, all right, let's make sure we got September and October free in case we have to put in four dates. In oh, it's entirely time. possible. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that was wrong. Also, do we know when the Voyager's Cup is going to be held? No, they no still idea. haven't. I, I I keep I've I've checked. Like it's, it's normally in May, right? Like that's May June. Last yeah. year was last June. Year June. June. Daggered. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, so it's coming. Yeah, so we've got, let's see, five days, three days, four days, three days, six days. Oh, there's a full week. You know, like it's there's 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 like five games where there's no more than four days in between games for this really fun stretch coming off the end of April. Um, That's a good time, though. You got you got to, you got a couple months to get your legs under you, and then you know. Half your season in a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just get it out of the way. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, you can relax the rest of the year. It'll be good. Uh, season opener against RSL. So. And what do we have this year as far as international? We have a Gold Cup. We have. There'll be all various Concacaf hex qualifiers yeah. and everything. Yeah. So there's just the standard international breaks and then a Gold Cup in the summer, right? Yeah. Is there anything else this year? Not that I'm aware of. No. 
it is weird because it is our first schedule in a number of years you know three years since we've had Devin had the long road trip to start the season so it does look a little different plus now we've got the two new teams and so on and so forth but the Friday night thing well I do feel for everybody that's annoying but it is and it's It is almost impossible to make it down to that stadium for 7.30 on a weeknight. Friday night's a little bit different, mm-hmm. but at the same point, it might be even Traffic's busier worse, coming yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, traffic is heavier coming yeah, in on Friday night. People are trying to escape earlier, and it stretches over a longer period of time. What's public transit like on a Friday night? Um, it's not too bad. I mean, like I said, it gets stretched out a bit. Are you talking so about... Like, like go trains coming into town. Like if you oh, if you plan train, it, if it's, you coming in, it's no different. It's no different. Going out, it's the bigger one. Yeah, but it's like it's, it's a lot, lot of go train talk here. Join us next week for our new go Metro train Lakes. podcast. <laughs> Catch the go train with Mark Inkley. <laughs> I have. I'll, I'll 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 work on a I'll work on an intro. Yeah. Choo choo. I'll steal the choo choos. Choo. Yeah. But uh, yeah yeah I I, I still. Uh, I, I I don't I don't wish for the people who don't live anywhere, like Near. it's the north of the city. It's anyone who's north of the city who can't get to the Lakeshore Line easily. They're the ones that are probably going to suffer the most, because then they the easiest way for them to get to it would be to get to the go train and ride in. But depending on where you are, that's still probably going to be a half an hour to forty five minute train ride, in addition to the car ride getting down mm-hmm. to that station. Mm-hmm. And if you're done at five o'clock, like most people, yeah, you're leaving work, going right to the station. So yep. it's, it's not easy. So then, you know, will this particular schedule, like with the, you know, several non-traditional days, so eight, you know, Sundays, Sundays, weekends. So we'll we'll just roll that back in with the Saturdays. But there's eight home games. Um, a lot of that during. Well, it's all during the season's all important. Um, that are not on sort of traditional days. Is this going to affect? Well, do you think this will seriously affect attendance and then therefore the atmosphere? Attendance, yeah. Atmosphere, probably not too much. No. You don't think? No, I think you know most of the, the loud, really atmospheric people will uh, the fans do what they need to there. do to to make sure that they're there. I think uh, it'll be. You you more sort of casual fans that uh, won't be able to make as many games probably, and who knows maybe they'll end up selling their tickets here and there to like the odd people who oh Friday night forget let's go and get drunk and the atmosphere will be better. There you go. <laughs> the prawn sandwich brigade. That, those are the ones who are going to be the prawn sandwich will miss fifty fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um. I, it's so hard to tell. You know, a lot of it will depend on how the team is doing. You know, if if the team is winning and the team is playing well and some of the buzz from last year carries over, then people will find a way to get there. If the team is not doing well, then people are more likely to overlook whether they have tickets or not. If, if I remember correctly, uh, as the season progressed, those midweek games, I think the first one that was attended was like 21,000. It was still well attended, but not nearly as good as the weekend. But near the end of the season, whenever there was a there was a Wednesday game later on in the later on in the calendar, and it was a sellout. And same circumstances, probably colder weather. Like it, it really just it kind of depends on their performance. Like if they're if they're if they're if they're doing really well, high flying, lots of goals, 
it's can't miss television. Yeah. But Doc if Montreal they're just game, thirty six thousand people were there before the fucking first whistle. Yeah, and if but if they're if they're like fi- playing fifty, you know, fifty fifty football and and you know, kind of scraping through with one ones and scoreless scoreless draws, the probably less enthusiasm for the uh, for the sort of fair weather ish. Like, oh, I like going to games, but I don't really like going like so much that I'm willing to endure that. Like the people who are looking for a smashing good time, so to speak, they're the ones who are going to stay home if it's... Sure. If they're kind of limping. Smashing good time. Yeah, smashing goals. <laughs> or smashing good time. Well then. Yeah. Just uh, I know I'm not really allowed to have an opinion on this. Yes, All right, no, cut your Go mic. ahead. Cut your, mic. cut your mic. Go for it. Do Never it. mind. No, I'm, I'm saving him from himself. It's fine. No, I want him to go rogue. No, MLS... Stalker.com. They've stopped listening James by this point. Squiggly. 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 Squiggle. Squiggle. Jay Grassi slash Reddit slash Pornhub is very important. Whoa. That we <laughs> How do you guys find that? <laughs> Search engines, dude. Anyway, I'm, I'm just trying to protect him from himself. Bravo, by I, the way. I, pre- yes. I appreciate his contribution to the show. Um, He's gone rogue. <laughs> <laughs> you tried, Mark. I did. I did what I... Let him talk. I did what I could. I did what I could. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, James. I I apologize. Trying to say, go for it. No, it is. It's nothing particularly controversial or anything like that. It's just sort of, if if people want to get to the game, they will get to the game. You know, it, it's it sucks that it's inconvenient. It sucks that they might need to make plans a little bit more. It sucks that they might not be able to make the occasional game. But I mean. Would would it be nice if every game was just on a Saturday night? Of course it would. I, th- I think, you know, we don't know quite why they've all gone to these Friday nights at the beginning of the year. I'm sure we'll we'll hear a little bit more about it as the season kicks off. Um, every response I got to my tweet about it TV. was TSN, 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 TSN. Apparently, apparently it was part of their press release. Again, I do know something vague about this soccer night in Canada thing that they're trying to do. Um and TS- TSN recently re-upping its deal and everything. It's because they got no properties, but yeah. <laughs> so this is apparently all TSN related, is what I've been told by a variety of people. Whether they actually uh, know, I don't players. know. We've got MLS, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where all the So if you want to look into that for us, let us know. That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, do you either get, does anybody know if Montreal and Vancouver were subjected to the same Friday Friday night? No, uh, Vancouver problems? gets three, Montreal gets one. Well, clearly everyone wants to watch Toronto. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Canada's, Canada's team. team, aren't they? The one with the leaf on it? Co op mm-hmm. fucking leaf again. Uh-huh. Uh, one last thing about gotcha. the schedule. Uh, if you're wondering about when we get a chance to get revenge on Seattle. Uh, we play them there. They don't come here this year. May 6th is the MLS Cup rematch. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I'm sure the ratings are going to spike all over the United oh, States. Oh, yeah. Man. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> so there's that. Mm, fun. All right. Well, that is it for this week's show. No Vanny Tactics? Is that five pages? We, we promised them Vanny Tactics. There's nothing so. going. Mm. Cutting him off. Mm. Had that's enough really, of his usurping. That's really small writing, though, too. Look at that. Look at look at all. Look at the twenty-seven points. Vanny Tactics plan. Look at that. Are those wow. All right, that has been 42, our show. 42. <laughs> that has been our show for this week. 
join us next week when we gosh let's, i'm not sure we're gonna talk about we'll talk about some off-season stuff hopefully um see how canada did against the bermuda joys of friday night football the more the ongoing joys of friday night football and uh whatever else we can sort of cobble together in this really odd drama-esque drama-free uh off season mm. i have been joined by uh mr mark hickley with a k not a q at kitner mark on the twitters he's got two paragraphs on shoelace color Holy I told you shit. To have one. this is amazing it's important, sure. Psychologically. Nope, Wait till you get to the part about socks. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be there all night. Uh, and the most dangerous one, at Duncan D. Fletcher on the tweet machine. Mr. Duncan Fletcher. You should Hello. see the sock part. Wow. I told wow, you, I told shit. you not to look at that part. Huh. Hooped socks are better. I... I, I just kind of knew it, but it's good to see the analytics. There is a reason. The for graphs muscles. really help, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast cereals. You're a madman. On the Twitters at Crossy. Mr. James Crossy. Thank you for joining us, Super Sub. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet, yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. Until next week, Toronto. Get used to it. Brandon, 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 Physical so he looks like Mac Agland. Bachelor of Science and Computer Science. Yeah, he's a computer science guy. He said that on the... Yeah, that's on right. The yeah, that's yeah. Like, Great, oh. every time he touches the ball. Nerd! <laughs> Fucking nerd! Good good clearance, nerd! Oh, and she's gone. Go play FIFA, nerd. <laughs> yeah. And trying to figure out like, what the expression or lack of expression on Dan his face was, meant. He, I don't think I ever spoke to Dad. Maybe once. Because he never played. Um... Burn. <laughs> Take that, funny man. <laughs> but he did like most of the guys. <laughs> this file just grows. We need... <laughs> James, let me please, please let me be the first person <laughs> to find out you've quit MLS. No, just... no, no, no. I'll, I'll send you a text when that happens. Anyway, so well, we were talking about whether or not the players read or listen to anything we do. Oh yes, yes. I'm pretty sure they do. Who knows they say they don't? I should never have heard that in my life, honestly. Doesn't bother me. Um, fo- hi, fo- hi, voice. <laughs> All I ever needed to know was that Kanopka liked caveman. How do I do this? I'm You're sad. Good to I'm go? good. I'm good. I've been well. I'm sorry. Oh, can I?
We're not, we're not actually. And then I know that we I don't, I don't think Ben would men. listen. You don't think. He's too cool for anything. Who, Seru? Yeah. Oh, I could have told you that. Oh, yeah. He just, the second he, he just practices, he as, like as, drives away in his convertible in February, not touched by the cold, <laughs> smoking his cigarettes, just like, <laughs> eating a baguette with a glass of wine. He's like, fuck you, BMP. I don't care for you. Quietly there. I should speak at a regular volume if this is for purposes of I'd whatever. appreciate it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this is uh, pretty much how I'll be speaking. Uh, I'm just trying not to redline. Red that's all. Not trying to do what now? Redline. Redline. Ah, uh, yeah. Fair enough. Redline. Go too high. Something like a phenomenon. Don't speak too loud now. <laughs> I'm not you. I can't make it up on the fly. Edit. Audio. Loud. Hurt ears. <laughs> there you go. We lose listenership. I clearly hit something that made everybody super, super loud. So I like to sound like that. It makes me feel extreme. Like I'm pushing the limit. You you are to the max. I've, I've said that. I've said that many times. That's my motto, man. Yeah. James to the max. That's what they called me in 1991. <laughs>